Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1523. Everlasting love, pure flame, burn in my heart ceaselessly and deify my whole being according to your infinite pleasure by which you summoned me into existence and called me to take part in your everlasting happiness. O merciful Lord, it is only out of mercy that you have lavished these gifts upon me. Seeing all these free gifts within me, with deep humility, I worship your incomprehensible goodness. Lord, my heart is filled with amazement that you, absolute Lord, in need of no one, would nevertheless stoop so low out of pure love for us. I can never help being amazed that the Lord would have such an intimate relationship with his creatures. That again is his unfathomable goodness. Every time I begin this meditation, I never finish it because my spirit becomes entirely drowned in him. What a delight it is to love with all the force of one's soul and to be loved even more in return, to feel and experience this with the full consciousness of one's being. There are no words to express this. January 25th, 1938. My Jesus, how good and patient you are. You often look upon us as little children. We often beg you, but we don't know what for, because towards the end of the prayer, when you give us what we have asked for, we do not want to accept it. One day, a certain sister came to me and asked me for prayers, telling me that she could no longer stand things as they were. And so, please pray, sister. I answered that I would, and I began a novena to the divine mercy. I learned that God would give her the grace but that she would once again be dissatisfied when she received it. However, I kept on praying as she had asked me to do. The next day, the same sister came looking for me, and when we again began to talk about the same thing, I told her, You know, sister, when we pray, we ought not to force the Lord God to give us what we want, but we should rather submit to his holy will. But she thought that what she was asking for was indispensable. Towards the end of the novena, the sister came again and said, O oh, sister, the Lord Jesus has given me the grace, but now I am of a different mind. Please pray so that things will somehow be different again. I answered, Yes, I will pray, but that God's will be done in you, sister, and not what you want. Most merciful heart of Jesus, Protect us from the just anger of God. A certain sister is constantly persecuting me for the sole reason that God communes with me so intimately, and she thinks that this is all pretense on my part. When she thinks that I have done something amiss, she says some people have revelations but commit such faults. She has said this to all the sisters and always in a derogatory sense, in order to make me out as some sort of an oddity. 
One day, it caused me much pain to think that this insignificant drop, which is the human brain, can so easily scrutinize the gifts of God. After Holy Communion, I prayed that the Lord would enlighten her, but nevertheless, I learned that this soul will not attain perfection if she does not change her interior dispositions. When I complained to the Lord Jesus about a certain person, saying, Jesus, how can this person pass judgment like that, even about an intention? The Lord answered, Do not be surprised. That soul does not even know her own self. How could she pass a fair judgment on another soul? Today I saw Father Andras at prayer. I also knew that he was interceding with the Lord for me. The Lord sometimes makes known to me who is praying for me. St. Faustina here writes a prayer asking that the love of Jesus would burn in her heart always. When she contemplates his goodness, she becomes drowned in his love. His goodness is everlasting. That exchange of love that God wants to have with us is so important. So how important it is that we try to love the Lord with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we'll be amazed at the love the Lord pours out on us. Faustina writes of Jesus' goodness and his patience with us. We're like little children. We ask for one thing and then we want another. Faustina writes of a sister who asks for prayer, saying that she could no longer stand things as they were. So Faustina promised to pray. And then Faustina learned that God would give her the grace she asked for, but that it wouldn't satisfy her. And so Faustina tries to convince her to open herself to God's will. But the sister insists that what she is asking for is indispensable. And when the sister does finally receive what she asked for, she asks Faustina to pray that things would be different again. Faustina this time prayed for God's will. We can want to change a situation in our life because it's uncomfortable, and we can ask for it. But it is always good to pray for God's will, because he knows what is best for us and what will make us truly happy in the long run. Faustina writes of being persecuted by another sister, probably simply out of jealousy. She tries to find fault with St. Faustina, and Faustina prays for her. And that sister obviously needs an interior conversion. Jesus says that we have to come to know ourselves and our own faults first before we can become a good judge of others' character. Uh, and then Faustina learns that Father Andras had been praying for her. How very important it is that we intercede for one another.